And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers doing what we do on a regular basis. We just drive uh-huh. up and down the roads and find music and then we just take it for our own and share it around. It's a great gig, by the way. It's a great gig. Yeah, it's, it's working good. It's working well for us. Yeah. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question to which we have... I'd say a fair to middle of answer to well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of definitions. There there's are. a lot of opinions. And then there's ours. Uh, right. Right. And uh, ours is, you can call it an opinion or definition, whatever exactly, you want. whatever you want. But ours is, it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And that's a fairly broad palette right there. It is. It is. And having said that, it could be, you know, it could be Western. It could be swing. It could be big band. It could be country. It could be rockabilly. It could be rhythm and blues. Doo-wop. Oh, doo-wop. That's mm-hmm. what you get when you walk behind the herd. Well, there's that. There's that. Yeah. It could be show tunes. Uh, boogaloo. Okay, there's Boogaloo. <laughs> boogaloo always stops boogaloo a train. Boogaloo, that's right. <laughs> boogaloo will stop a train. Right yeah, there. that's Americana right there. Absolutely. And so the format of the show is that each of us shows up each week with um, uh, a, a virtual, a, or, a virtual a handful of tunes right. that we have not disclosed to the other guy. That's the one rule. Right. And then we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And I started last time. You did. So you're up. We're going to start with kind of old country. We are. But with a young guy. Okay. guy by the name of Jesse Daniel. Okay. Okay. Another guy that you probably haven't heard of. Yeah, you've been throwing these guys that I haven't heard of. I hadn't heard of them either. Okay. Again, I stumbled across them. Uh, a trip and fell face first he, he, he into fell. Jesse Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know he's a he's a, a young guy. Uh, he had kind of a hard life. Um, you know he he said uh, he he um, fell into you know abuse of some substances and those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, got out of it, and then he used those type of things to kind of build his 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 life and his experiences and his music. There you go. Right it's, about what you know. Right. Right. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, this guy has hooked up with some great people. Uh, this album uh, that, that I'm going to feature a tune off of uh, features uh, Ronnie Huckabee, who's the leader of George Strait's Ace in the Hole band. Oh, wow. Kevin Smith, who plays with Willie Nelson. And uh, and the guy, he, they, they actually do kind of a bluegrass tune as the last tune on it. I'm not going to feature that. Uh, but, uh, man, uh, what a great feel for the music and uh, great storytelling kind of guy. Uh, the album is called Beyond These Walls, and I'm going to feature a tune that I really liked off of there called Clayton Was a Cowboy. Sounds good. Clayton was a cowboy from Branson, Colorado. He never had a drink he didn't like. And every chance that he would get, he'd turn it up full throttle. I guess that's just the way old Clayton liked to live his life. 
mama always told him not to worship any idols Putting faith in man will almost always let you down Driving across the country, he was winning all the titles Breaking hearts along the way and living town to town Out west of the Rockies, up in Northern California Through the riding and the roping, a young lady caught his eye She asked him, would you like to dance? And he said, I've got to warn you I was born with two left feet, but I can give it my best try Nothing good lasts forever Doesn't mean you shouldn't try They say it's better late than never Help him wait until tomorrow He's got one more bullet ride Somewhere in Oklahoma Wind was blowing strong And kicked the dust into his eyes He walked into a field To smell the flower's sweet aroma Said a cowboy's prayer And then he looked up to the sky They paired him with an angry bull Whose name was El Diablo he Tied the rope down tight And the gate swung open wide He bucked him off the side But his hand just wouldn't let go Clowns all tried to save him as the crowd looked on in fright Nothing good lasts forever Doesn't mean you shouldn't try They say it's better late than never Hell can wait until tomorrow He's got one more bull to ride A wave of silence swept over the arena As Clayton lay there lying on the cold and dirty ground As Clayton was a cowboy from Branson, Colorado His rambling days were over this old cowboy's homeward bound Gotta love a story song. That's a story song. There That's for a you. good one. Good Absolutely. way to start out the show, I think. Leo. I think so too. That's a good song. All right. Well, what do you want to follow that up with? A guy that you may never have heard of. Uh, his name was Henry Ned Miller. All right. Guy with two first names. <laughs> there you go. And he, he was a he was a an American country music singer songwriter. He was active really as a recording artist from about 1956 uh, through 1970. But he's he's known. Uh, Primarily not for his performances. Uh, he had a. He was never particularly interested in his singing career because he rarely toured because he had uh, an incredible stage fright. Oh, really? No, getting up in front of an audience was not his thing. Wow. He just you know he couldn't deal with it, so he he basically didn't. Uh, but he wrote some great songs and recorded a few of them of his own. He's known primarily for his hit single uh, "From a Jack to a King." Oh, great tune. Great tune. Yeah. And, and I, I learned this from a different band from another album is how I dis, uh, uh, you know, discovered it. Sure. But, but it was a crossover hit in 1962, 
and it reached number 10 on the country music adult contemporary and Billboard Hot 100 charts, as well as reaching uh, number two in the UK charts. Okay. So it was it was huge. It was a big deal. That's okay in the UK. That's okay in the UK. Yeah. You're just playing games with me now. I don't aren't know. You? It just came all, out of my it's, mouth. It's all word games. A lot of stuff comes out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, mean. I know. Okay. Let's just listen to Henry Ned Miller from, uh, I believe he recorded this in 1963, from a Jack to a king. From a jack to a king. From loneliness to a wedding ring. I played an ace and I won a queen. And walked away with your heart. From a jack to a king. With no regret, I stacked the cards last night. Just right to make me king of your heart for just a little while. I thought that I might lose the game. In just in time, I saw the twinkle in your eye. From a jack to a king. That's just a great tune. It is. And, and, you know, and I love going back to the original recordings of Me these too. tunes. It's, it's just very revealing. The, uh, the, the the version I learned was uh, from uh, the Billy Goats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I heard it from them. And then I started going backwards, and there it was right yeah. there. Yeah. That's cool. Well, there you go, Roger. I think it's your turn. Let's take a left turn here. And uh, we have not done any Hawaiian music for a while. No, it's been a while. That's and, true. And you know how much I love it. Um, so uh, I'm going to go back. Um, there's a compilation called Lay of Stars, Hawaii's uh, Legendary Artists. Uh, and this is a tune by uh, a guy by the name of uh, Randall Kimiona Ones. A nice try. Well, it's close. We'll see. It's close. Uh, somebody may call in uh-huh. if anybody's if listening. Anybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a prominent uh, professional musician during the big band era of the 30s and 40s Okay, okay? Mm-hmm. in Hawaii. He composed over 200 tunes, and uh, Henry Berger, who was also big in Hawaiian music, was a mentor of his, kind of helped him along. He played with the original Harry Owens band, okay. the Royal Hawaiians, 
which are both great uh, Hawaiian and bands. And I'm familiar with the Royal Hawaiians. Right. And he had his own band that played at Queen Surf and the uh, Alexander Young Hotel. He has a mission with a famous Hawaii Calls radio program and appeared in several ho- uh, Hollywood movies. Wow. So how about that? Uh, so this is one off of that compilation uh, album. I, I, I really like it. It just kind of it's one of those Hapahali tunes. Mm-hmm. And it's called My Honolulu Tomboy. <laughs> My dear little sweet little Honolulu tomboy, she lives on Mission Point, New England, I just do. It's just, it's so much fun. We got introduced to it 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. And started playing a little bit of it. I, I just, I can't get enough of it. It's yeah. fun stuff. Great. It's great. Great so, choice. Yeah, I, I need to play more of that. So yeah. uh, note to self. All right. Hey, you know what? What? I think we uh, need to get out of here for just a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time for that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Tomorrow's moving day, so we need to go uh, police the area. Yeah, clean up. Take the bag of trash out yeah. to the curb there, yeah. And uh, we need to check that. Left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel. Make sure it's okay. So why don't you grab the tire tester? No, no, uh, no, no. Okay, I'll get the tire tester. You get the tire tester. You get a trash bag. I'll get, I, I'm glad you do the trash. Yeah, well, You okay. got me freaked out about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we are. 
are back. We have to be back sooner or later. You know, uh, we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Findlay, Ohio. Ohio yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's a pleasant place. Uh, well, it is. It's very nice now. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's funny. We go to these towns because we throw the dart. Well, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. Right. We just follow the dart. Right. And then you go someplace and go, oh, that's a nice golf course. And, oh, look at that great library. Uh-huh. And then you dig a little deeper and yeah. you find all kinds of strange stuff. I mean, Yeah, well, uh, things are not all their surface uh, value, right? Well, now, let's talk about this little town. Okay. It's, it's, it's got a pretty cool history. I mean, you're the research guy. You, the, you like to look into this I stuff. I look at this stuff and I ask you know? questions. I'm fine with just the pretty flowers. <laughs> just the pretty flowers. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, look. That's Ice nice. cream. Uh-huh. Okay. In the War of 1812, a guy named Colonel James Finley of Cincinnati built a road and a stockade to transport and shelter troops in the Great Black Swamp region. Okay. okay, that's kind of where we are. That's okay. Uh, the stockade was named Fort Findlay in his honor, and at the conclusion of the war, the community of this little town, Findlay, uh, was born. And so the first lots were laid out in 1821. So we got a good long history yeah, here. Yeah, that's old. Uh, but it, before the Civil War, um, it, this town was also a stop for slaves along the Underground Railroad. Oh, okay. So it's got Interesting. a cool, pretty cool history. Yeah. Now they had uh, kind of a crazy thing happened in 1884. Uh, there was a, um, uh, the city hosted the highly competitive Ohio State Music Festival that year. Mm. And a young cornet player, Warren G. Harding, and his band, the Citizens Cornet Band of Marion, placed third in the competition. He went on to become the elected president, uh, the 29th president of the United States of America. Oh, wow. And they said he was never going to come to anything. That a musician? Player, oh, yeah. Nope. Now he Way to go. They Harding? also did a kind of a weird thing. They bungled a lynching. Oh, no. I don't know how else to explain this, really. But uh, they had about a thousand guys who were really ticked off at this one guy they had in the jail, and they went and got him, and they, uh, they lynched him. Okay. Oh, okay, it didn't take. So oh, they no. they lynched him again. Oh no! Yeah, that didn't take either. So they shot him a few times. Jeez! <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they just finally threw him in the river, and that oh, was the end of it. But you wow. know, now that's the dark history. Yeah, we'll leave this on an up note here. Please, okay? please. Uh, in 1908, American songwriter a guy named Tell Taylor uh, wrote this beautiful song. We've heard it sung as a uh, barbershop song. Uh-huh. Down by the old mill stream. Oh, it's a great tune. That is written uh, from right here in Finlay. So okay. there you go. Oh, one more thing. Oh, I hope it's good. For three months in the early 1960s, Finlay had the distinction of being the only community in the world where touch-tone telephone service was available. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. You just got to dig, man. Yeah. Okay. You know... Um, People ask us, they say, <laughs> why in the world do you go to these places? <laughs> that's true. Well, that's where the dart lands. So They say, Derriers, why do you just do all this weird stuff? Well, you know, we travel the country and uh, go to these different places while our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, uh, they do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. ranches. I, yeah. I'm thinking lazy boys and puffy slippers. And probably thinking. a cup of cocoa. Maybe cocoa. Yeah, might yeah. be nice. Very uh, civilized. Of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond Ara Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. And we love saying Dos Cabezas. Yeah, because it sounds like Cervezas. It does sound like Cervezas, yeah. which we'll take two. Yeah, two, please. please. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Exactly. And of course, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Oh, that's right. And, you know, we, we whined about the fact 
fact that we didn't have a, uh, you know, I used to say opined until I looked opined, it up. opined, yeah. And that's not, uh, that is, no. It, what I was saying was we were pining about it, but that's not what opined No, you were having an opinion about it. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I, which I guess I did that's too. That's different. But anyway, we were whining about the fact, which is really what we do. What we do, we whine. <laughs> that we did not have a ranch. We did until not. our pal Suzanne corrected us she on that. She contradicted us on she that. She said, you guys are in that RV and your ranch is the entire continental United States. You could say that we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. Exactly. And we travel that ranch in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you... Sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She does. Yes, she does. She's very dependable. Well, Leo, uh, I believe that uh, it is your turn... I, yes, thank you. And I will tell you a, a short story. I, I, the first time I ever saw this entertainer was, I think it was in 1976. I went to um, see um, the, the Bob, uh, Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder Review. Oh, yeah. They did it, I think, three times. And I believe it was in 1976 or so when I saw him in Wichita, Kansas. So they, I believe I was there. I think you were there, too. And Kinky Friedman was okay, there. Okay, now yeah. that's who we're talking about. Uh-huh. Kinky, and Joe oh, Baez. really? Yeah, let's talk about Kinky Friedman. Okay. For a awesome. He's, he's wild, man. I'd never seen him before until that, and then I've been following him since. But Richard Samet uh, Friedman, he was born in November 1st, your birthday, actually. Yeah. All right. So, All Saints Day, by the way. All Saints Day. A few years earlier, 1944. Okay. And um, he was quite a guy. Uh, for one thing, um, he ran for, um, he went for the office uh, governor of Texas. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. And he received 12.6% of the vote. He placed fourth in a six-person race. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. And he also... But for listen, a goofball. For a goofball. He's a nut. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's I a, mean, in a good way. He's a nut. He's, he's kind, of a, uh, kind of a male chauvinist pig and proud of it, you know. Yeah. But there's, well, that. there's that. But there's that. Anyway, he was born in Chicago and uh, to Jewish parents, and he had an early interest in both pop music and chess. Oh, wow. He was a chess guy. Listen to this. He was chosen at age seven as one of 50 local players to challenge U.S. Grandmaster Samuel Roshevsky to simultaneous games in Houston, right? Wow. And he won all 50. I mean, Roshevsky won all 50 games, right? But Friedman was by far the youngest competitor. Interesting. It, that's I had no idea, uh, but he also he served for two years in the United States Peace Corps. He teached. Uh, he taught in Borneo and in Indonesia, and during his service in the Peace Corps, he met uh, future road road manager Dylan Ferraro, with he whom he still works. So he's just keep going on. He keeps going. Wow. So he had a band called Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yes, and then he just parried all kinds of songs, and he got in trouble with it. You know, for a lot, he just wouldn't quit. Uh, he just kept on playing. Anyway, uh, his father uh, objected to the name of the band. You know, he said it was negative, hostile, pe- and a peculiar. And Kiki just loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine so. <laughs> so. So that's a great reason for uh-huh. me. To so anyway, the song I'm going to play is relatively new here. This is this song was recorded in 2019. Oh wow! Uh, with uh, guess what, Willie Nelson. Interesting. It's a beautiful song. It's really cool. And there's a video of it. Uh, if you look on the internet, you can find a uh, Google the um, the video for this thing too. Anyway, the song is called Resurrection. It was recorded in uh, 2019. It's a great piece of work. Give it a listen. Karen Jones was just 15 
Could have been homecoming queen, but she had a child and she lived at the Salvation Army. Now she has a thrift store of her own, raises money for folks without a home. Too bad she'll never find a home for me. And Tom Baker was a friend of mine, knew him in his Irish fighting prime. He was an actor, but sometimes he directed. Yeah, the Baker man, he was my friend. He stuck with me until the end. It came a little sooner than expected. Resurrection, that's the name of the song. Resurrection, now that I've been down so long. Don't know where I'm going, ain't got no direction. Resurrection. And Susie died completely healed But you gotta play the hand you deal Susie, I'm so glad you came along Embraced by light, bathed in tears She'd been clean for seven years But resurrection was the name of the song I still miss my mom and dad Two best friends I ever had Always with me from the start All the shows in all the towns All the ups and all the downs They were walking with me in my heart Resurrection That's the name of the song Resurrection Now that I've been down so long Don't know where I'm going a great tune yeah, yeah i love that yeah i mean uh, he's actually doing some um, um decent stuff 
<laughs> I always liked his stuff. It's just crazy. It's just know? a little crazy. Yeah. He was a man of his time. Uh, unpolished, maybe, would be a better word. This, uh, this was nicely done. There you go. Yeah. All right. And it was polished up by the Willie Nelson. Let's yeah, just, go let's figure. Just, let's just give it. Okay. All right, Roger. You're up. Uh, you know, my neighbor Gary uh, told me some time ago that I should cover UB uh, Blake. I know that name. Yeah. Yeah. So he was born in um, nine, uh, 1887 in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he claimed later in life to have been born in 1883, but uh, the U.S. Census said, no, you were born <laughs> in 1887. Nice Three, try. Seven, <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, his musical training began when he was four or five years old. He was out shopping with his mother. He wandered into a music store, sat down at an organ, and just started fooling around. Oh, really? And when his mother found him, the store manager said to her, this child is a genius. It would be criminal to deprive him of the chance to make use of such a sublime, God-given talent. Nobody ever said that about you. No, but maybe this guy was just a good salesman. Maybe he was. The Blake's purchased a pump organ for seventy five dollars, making payments of twenty five cents a week. <laughs> I don't. I haven't figured out how long that took. Maybe forever. A long time. Yeah. But at age seven, he received music lessons from a neighbor, neighbor Margaret Marshall, who was an organist for the Methodist Church. At age fifteen, without his parents' knowledge, he began playing piano at Aggie Sheldon's Baltimore Bordello. <laughs> We see this a lot. A lot. Yeah, that's yeah. where they go. That's where they get their education. And according to Blake, he also worked the medicine so circuit and was employed by a Quaker doctor. He played a melodeon strapped to the back of a medicine wagon. <laughs> <laughs> but he said he only stayed two weeks because the doctor's religion didn't allow the serving of Sunday dinner. Oh, you've got to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, you've got to go for the stomach. Absolutely. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're going to listen to this tune that he, that he was famous for, which was a Charleston rag. He said that he composed the melody in 1899, and he would have only been 12 years old, but it was not committed to paper until 1915 really? when he learned to write musical notation. Mm, okay. So he had it in his head up to that point. So uh, he made the first recordings in 1917 for the Ampico uh, uh, piano rolls, and uh, then later he recorded it for other things. But... Um, this recording was taken uh, off of those piano rolls. Really? So from 1917, let's listen to um, UB Blake playing Charleston Rag. Thank you. 
interesting thing about piano roll, yeah, is that that's the actual performance. That's the way they played it. That you know when they cut the roll. That's right. You featured one of these in an earlier episode. I, I, I did. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of fascinated with the technology. Actually, there's no going back and correcting. I no, mean, it's done. You got to slap another roll yeah. in. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely cool. Cool song. Yeah, well, that was fun. And uh, thank you, Gary, for that uh, recommendation. That was a lot of. That was a fun rabbit hole to go down it was a good rabbit hole and you know what what i think we're about out of time for this uh segment you're absolutely right yeah so uh you know we gotta go out this is where we go apologize apologize yeah to our neighbors we've been having so much fun on this trip yeah we (laughs) maybe a little too much (laughs) possibly (laughs) possibly yeah and we know what they do to people that they don't like in this town we know because we've been uh, we've been looking undercover get the beer good beer good beer okay that's right we're nice guys really look look. there's good beer (laughs) Well, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. Look out. We're we're backing up. Well, we're backing up. Of course, that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, We back up. We are the derriers. uh, (laughs) It's it's in the name. We back up. Yeah. So this is the part of the show where we like to to recommend. Suggest. um, Ask. Uh, maybe cajole uh, you know we or even just beg beg we, yeah. we'll beg we'll beg people to go to our websites right. and, and uh, check out what we have there uh, the one for this uh, show is the, the derrieres.com please please use the the, 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 the if the, you don't uh, we're sorry. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the one for the uh, band, of course, is, is threetrailswest.com with right. the number three. Yeah. And, and there, you'll find all kinds of stuff on there. You oh, can yeah. order CDs if you want. And They're on all the internets and, and the, all the Facebooks. All the Facebooks, yeah. yes. So you can find them there. If, if, you, uh, if you go there, you will find a lot of content. content. And uh, if you watch it or listen, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there's so much of it oh, that yeah. you might become... Confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get it all straightened out. Yeah, yeah, there are contact us tabs at both websites, or you could go directly to uh, our uh, email addresses. Mine's Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederriers.com. Yeah, and uh, you know, the other thing you can do is if you go to thederriers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab. And you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. Uh, in, preferably in, in your, your leisure suit. Oh, yes. that'd be super cool. That'd be cool. Take yeah. a picture. Yeah, send it to us. We'll put it on the website. We will do that. Well, Leo, I believe that uh, it is your turn. Yes, it is my turn. And I, I, I've come in, uh, I, went, I went dumpster diving <laughs> musically. Uh, okay. We talked early on about uh, the fact that you... you Find things and you set them aside and you put them in the cupboard or your closet. You and know, you forget and about you them. You forget about it. Yeah. This is one that kind of came that way. This gal's name was Lizzie Douglas. Okay. All right. And uh, she was born in 1897. Uh, but she, her stage name was, she was known as Memphis Minnie. Oh, okay. You I've heard, heard about Memphis Minnie? All right. Yeah. She's, she's something, man. Um, she was, uh, her recording career lasted for over three decades and she recorded like, Around 200 songs. I mean, just prolific, prolific gal. Uh, she was born in June 3rd, 1897, probably in Tunica County, Mississippi. All right? right. Probably. Okay. Oh, she claimed she had been born in New Orleans, Louisiana, and said she was raised in the Algiers neighborhood. 
basically she just was identifying, you know, with the whole New Orleans thing. Okay. But uh, it, she disliked the name Lizzie, uh, which was her nickname at the time. So she uh, played under the name of Kid Douglas. Now, when she was seven years old, uh, she and her family moved to Walls, Mississippi, which is south of Memphis, Tennessee. And the following year, she received her first guitar. Wow. That's always a big deal, yeah, right? Yeah, you better believe it. As a Christmas present, she mm-hmm. learned to play the banjo by the age of 10 and the guitar by the age of 11. So she was kind of rocking out. Uh, unfortunately, in 1910, at the age of 13, she ran away from home mm. <laughs> to live on Beale Street. You know, oh, okay. in, in Memphis, she played on street corners and for most of her teenage years. It would only go home when she ran out of money. Yeah, well, we know what that's like. We yeah, we do. Oh, Mom, I'm broke again. But uh, she also uh, began performing, you know, more professionally. She had a uh, she and her boyfriend, um, a guy named Joy McCoy, were discovered by a talent scout for Columbia Records in, in front of a barber shop where they were playing for dimes. Yeah, you know. But there you go. And they were given the names Kansas Joe and Memphis Minnie uh, by a Columbia A and R guy. So there you go. I don't know where that Kansas Joe thing came from, but yep. anyway. Now, listen, she's buried at New Hope Baptist Church Cemetery in Walls, DeSoto County, Mississippi. And the headstone was paid for by Bonnie Rayett. Seriously? Yeah. She, it was erected uh, by uh, the Mount Zion Memorial Fund on October 13, 1996, with 34 members uh, attended it. And uh, the, the, uh, the inscription says, um, uh, what was it? She said, listening to many songs, we hear her fantasies, her dreams, her desires, but we will hear uh, them as if they were our own. Oh, nice. So the gal left uh, Big Footprints. Lizzie Douglas, we're going to play a song um, she, uh, from, uh, uh, it's called, uh, what is it? Oh, it's originally kind of recorded in 1947, and it's called Killer Diller Blues. <laughs>
fun stuff right there yeah back to you roger well i believe it maybe was the ep- uh, last episode um i featured a tune that had a organist in it by the name of sonny leyland yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and i told you to remember him because we were going to come back to I him i did so his full name is carl sonny leyland okay he's an anglo-american boogie woogie blues and jazz pianist uh, and he was born in so- uh, 1965 near southampton england Okay. Okay. So he's, he's a Brit. A, he's a Brit, but he was drawn to American music, and at age 15, he discovered Boogie Woogie and uh, decided to make the piano his career. Came to New Orleans in 1988 and uh, kind of built his reputation there. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, he relocated to California in 97, uh, where he joined Big Sandy and his Flyright Boys. Okay. okay we featured them before. Yes, we have. And uh, toured with them for three years, and then um, uh, he formed the Carl Sonny Leyland Trio. And uh, the guy is just a heck of a talent, and he collaborates with all kinds of people. Remember a guy named Joel Peterson? I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was a guy that um, we followed around for quite a bit. Our friend um, uh, Dave Irwin yes. turned us on to him. That's okay? right. Mm-hmm. So this is from an album where uh, Carl Sonny Leyland and Joe Peterson got together. It's called A Chicago Session. Uh, it was uh, recorded in 2008, and they do a song called Strutting with Some Barbecue. <laughs> Thank you. 
now they're there. There's Stanley. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. How many endings was that? Uh, 14. 14. Yeah. <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Okay, Leo. Well, I, I think it's going back over to you. I, it is. And I seem to have gotten into, I'm not apologizing about this at all. I'm, I've gotten into a um, kind of an uh, outlaw country rut. Yeah, yeah. I, that's kind of you, where you live. That's kind of where I live. Yeah. Uh, I got I to gotta talk about this guy. His name was Billy Joe Shaver. Yeah. Okay. And he was born in 1939. He passed away in 2020. But listen, uh, I, I read some stuff about him. I'm always looking at these autobiographies and biographies and they, they, he's described as the pride of Corsicana, Texas. Wow. And he was one of the finest songwriters associated with the outlaw movement, actually. And he, he depicted country life with humor, wit, uh, dusty poetic style. And his debut single, which we're going to play on this show today, okay. I've Been to Georgia on a Fast Train. i got to tell you, the first time I heard this song, I heard it as a bluegrass tune in a jam session down in Winfield, Kansas. Really? Yeah, and we had to back up. Uh, and learn it, but it was a it's it's a crazy song, man. It's got uh, it's very autobiographical. It, it, uh, autobiographical. He describes his mother leaving him the day he was born, his grandmother raising him and quitting school after the eighth grade. And it's just, but unfortunately, it doesn't capture two of the most alarming details of his life. One of which is when he lost a few fingers in a factory accident and had to relearn playing the guitar. Wow! Without missing you know, two fingers on his right hand. Dang! And then he shot somebody. Well, there's that. He got away with it. Well, he claimed okay. self-defense, and they just finally gave up and said, "Okay, fine, whatever." Wow! So, but anyway, uh, here's a here's a funny story about him. He was set out to hitchhike to Los Angeles, California. He was going to go out, you know, and, and do it. He couldn't get a ride. So he walked across the highway and uh, hitchhiked east. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the hell? You know, I got, well, that's you, where the traffic Got to go someplace. Anyway, this guy dropped him, uh, dropped him off just outside of Memphis, Tennessee, and the next ride brought him to Nashville, where he got a job as a songwriter for 50 bucks a week. And, he, and then he met Will, uh, Waylon Jennings, who filled most of a whole album with his songs, you know. And it just kept on going from there. But anyway, if we lost him in 2020, but let's just go back to 1973 and uh, appreciate Billy Joe Shaver doing Georgia on a Fast Train. Find another 
Good, Leo. End of song. Good, good one. All right, well, there you go, Raj. What do you got? Um, well, I, again, stumbled onto a group. You stumble. I stumble a lot. You stumbler. Uh, they're called the Saluda Moonlighters. Okay? Yep. Now, uh, I have played tunes off of this uh, compilation before. It's uh, Too Late to Pray, Defiant Chicago Roots. Yeah, okay. Bloodshot Records, right? right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this group showed up on there. I cannot find much on them other than uh, this little blurb that says... The flashiest Western swing band in Chicago, the Saluda Moonlighters, led by ubiquitous retro rockabilly diva Bailey D, <laughs> recorded a new original song, Honky Tonkin' in the Moonlight, for our 25th anniversary album, Too Late to Pray, Defiant Chicago Roots. Hmm. A vibrant, toe-tapping tune born from the storied Chicago barn dance scene once broadcasted on the famous WLS radio. Okay, now we're talking. So uh, it's a fun tune. And again, I can't find much more on these guys, but I love it. Uh, Let's listen to the Saluda Moonlighters doing Honky Tonkin' in the Moonlight. Oh, 
some honky tonk I mean hey man this has been kind of crazy who doesn't want to be honky tonking in the moonlight <laughs> that's all I can say hey you I, know what what uh, we're out of time oh we are aren't we and we gotta figure out where we're going yep so uh, let's see it's um, who t- who t- uh, my turn to throw the dart you throw it out so you I need to get it. the map okay hang okay. on for a second can you find it yep hang on I gotta okay. get this back here yeah it's in the closet oh. Closet. Yeah, you got it. You, did you move it? Well, no, I put it back oh, in there no, behind I, the coats. I, I found it. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I got it. Okay. okay. We'll put it up yep. on the wall. It, oh, and boy. Be careful now. Okay, I'm doing the best I can. Okay. All right. Uh, there it is. Put scotch tape on the list <laughs> for our next Walmart yeah. run. Okay. All right. Okay, you got it? Yep, you got you get the dart. Okay, it's in spoon drawer two. two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, the left uh, one, the left one. Okay, got it. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, there it is, there it is. I uh, got it. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Get in the circle. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, oh boy, oh, we went wow. up. Up. Uh, Wisconsin. Oh, boy, that'll be nice and cold. Yeah. Um, Cheetek, Wisconsin. Cheetek, what? I don't know. Cheetek. Cheetek? Cheetek, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're headed. I'll trust you on that. Okay. All righty. Well, this has been a fun do- show. <laughs> it's been interesting. It's been, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah. In a, in a weird way. Okay, well, right. we'll finish packing up tomorrow, and away we go. Headed north. Headed north. Gonna get out of town. Okay, well, this has been fun. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And look out behind you. It's the Darien.